I am the chosen one of my own divinity. We are all the chosen ones of our own divinity. Welcome to another episode of The Orphic. My name is Alyssa. I'm an astrophysicist. I just got my PhD. Well, not just. I got it like almost a year ago. Uh, I'm interested in understanding the consciousness of astrophysics. So the energetics of the universe and how souls are incorporated into astrophysics and all of these astrophysical phenomena and celestial bodies. They all have souls. And so I want to figure out the underlying spirituality of the universe and and how that fits into all the things that I've already learned. So please give me a follow on Instagram at interdimensional.astrophysics. Thanks. Hey, I'm Michaela with a Mariposa Moonchild on Instagram. So please go follow me there. I'm a spiritual guide and energy worker um, focusing in shadow alchemy. So shadow work and um, attunement work through energy medicine. And part of my mission is to activate the ripple effect of healing uh, within humanity and across the collective and um, throughout the planet. When we heal ourselves, heal our hearts, we send out ripples into the quantum field, affecting everything around us and creating that shift. And I'm moving into a place of living a more heart-centered life and want to also bring that energy to um, the planet and the collective as we heal ourselves and yeah, journey, journey along that healing path on our loving path so that we can send those ripple effects across the planet and mm. heal the planet and heal humanity um, and live in harmony with one another and the planet. Yeah. And it's, it's like, because the heart is a portal, uh, the way that I see it is almost like our heart space is almost overlapping with everyone else's and the heart and the heart center of the earth. So that's the way that I see it in terms of like the quantum entanglement and in terms of why our hearts and healing ourselves would also have an effect on others in addition to like the ripple effect and rippling out. I don't know. I just wanted to add that. No, it's cool. I mean, it's like we're, we're all overlapping is the way that I see it. Well, I... You know, and we talk about um, with energy and souls and all the souls having different chakras or, or the bodies or the vessels, right? So we have the chakras and we've, you've, we've talked about how earth has chakras, um, the sun, all of that kind of stuff. So yeah. we all have then our heart chakra, our heart. So like there's there's um, the, earth, the earth's heart, like Gaia's heart, um, as well as there's like the cosmic heart and those can all mm-hmm. be connected. So it's been actually, it's been really interesting because in my work lately, I've been bringing through, um, light transmissions and light codes from the higher dimensions, um, and been coding them and bringing them down into earth and into my body. And when I sit with, um, mother earth in the morning and ask her and, and and I'm bringing them in, it's like my heart is connected to her heart. And then, and then they come down through, through the heart um so yeah, yeah that's yeah 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 that's that's totally the way that i see it too yeah because it's yeah it's this the scent it's it's like the portal nature of the heart is is the reason i feel like that it's this overlap it's this connection yeah yeah and cool. like and our heart is 
I don't know. It's our heart. <laughs> I was just thinking <laughs> there's this like. Well, it's it's where the it's the central generation point of our electromagnetic field. So it's it's where everything everything has has to flow through the heart. Yeah. Yeah. Have you, Flow, ever, baby. have you ever seen the little, the meme of, um, it's like a video of this like little boy and these two little girls and they're like arguing about if it's raining or sprinkling outside. No. I'll have to send it to you. It's so cute. They're so little. And he's like, my mom says it's sprinkling. And the twin girls are like, it's raining. My mom says it's raining. He's like, no, it's not. It's sprinkling. And the little girl's like, no. He's like, she's like, it's raining. And like pokes him in the heart. And he like in the chest, like just lightly. And he's like, oh, you poke my heart. (laughs) I was waiting for where the heart connection came in there. Yeah. And he was just like, he's like backing up against the wall. He's like, and the other little yeah, twin is like, are you okay? I'll have to send it to you. I'm sure other people have seen it. I've seen it a few times. Yeah. It's pretty cute. Uh, um, But yeah, I mean, the other thing is with the heart is like, so many of us are walking around with a heart wall and with heart blocks, right? With our programming and conditioning, we have this like wall around our heart that doesn't let the energy like flow through. It doesn't let that universal love flow through. Um, and then that's where, mm-hmm. you know, we're experiencing blocks in our lives where we're not able to connect to our intuition. We're not able to trust ourselves. We're not able to love ourselves. We're not able to fit, feel worthy. And so it really, it, it, it does come from that place. And when we do the healing work, we are, we are healing the heart and working on the heart. And once you do heal the heart, it sends out, um, the, the ripples and then everything yeah. around you when you do the work everything around you is affected so that's what I was trying to say in my intro and it's true because there's no way that it can't that that everything around you in your reality can't be affected when you do the inner work and you change your inner landscape or raise the frequency of it just I mean, that's, that's, that's the quantum physics of it, baby. That's, that's where you come in, Mm -hmm. but like it, it's radiated or it's reflected out and it has no other Mm -hmm. choice, but to shift. So then your partner shifts or your friends or your family, um, or sometimes they don't exist in your reality anymore either. And that's, that's possible too, but there is, there is a shifting. Uh, but I do feel called to share the story that kind of came through today about some heart stuff too. So I went with um, my beautiful friend yesterday to go sit in the cold waterfalls. And um, mm-hmm. I've talked about her before, probably earlier in the podcast, that Lucia's is the girl that does light language. So, mm-hmm. um, and that's also something that's recently come through more heavily for me as well as for you. So we'll be talking more yeah. about that on the podcast at some point too. But anyways... Um, so yesterday morning, we've been kind of voice memoing back and forth. We're going to a ceremony this weekend. And as we, we were in the mushroom ceremony together and we've gotten to know each other more and more as we've been in the community. And in the morning, she sent me a voice message and the fo- first voice message was uh, a light language transmission. And I was like, oh, wow, mm-hmm. this is really cool. And I was just like taking it in. I was like, thank you. Uh, I, could, I could feel it, really appreciated it. And then we ended up meeting up and going to do the cold dip and we hung out 
um, out by the water and in the rocks and the moss. And we did a Sananga journey and I did some energy work on her. And, but we got talking and I was talking about how lately my, my chest has been really sore, like for mm-hmm. months. It's been really like, I don't know, like it, it hurts. Like if I do yoga mm-hmm. or stretch it, like it's just like this soreness. Yeah. And it's been, been becoming more and more apparent to me where I'm like, what is it? Cause it feels like a thing where it's like, I don't know how to stretch the middle of my chest. Right. It's like an awkward part of your body to be like, ha- feel a sensation there. Yeah. But I feel it when I'm like doing things like quite a lot, actually, where I'm like, whoa, like you'd think it would be something that maybe one day it, it got sore and then it would go away. But it's been like that for months. And I mentioned that to her and she's like, oh, interesting. And she's like, this morning when I was doing um, the light language transmission for you, like, cause she always, she moves her hands and stuff with it and is moving things and coding. And she's yeah. like, my hands were like right here, like all over the heart. And I was like, mm-hmm. whoa, that's really cool. And this morning I was sitting with my hape. I've been sitting with hape for a couple weeks now in the morning. And that's been an interesting journey that I can get into at another time too. Um, but I was sitting with my hepe going into my meditation and one of my guides came through that was Arcturian. It's like blue and very healing energy frequencies, which is also cool because in our last uh, ceremony, um, Leah, who does the light language, she said she when she looked at me, she seen me as like my true self, which was like this blue uh, blue bean at the time, blue Arcturian bean. And she sent me a picture later. Cause she, at the time she was like, I, I, she, she was trying to like explain it, but then she found the Arcturian photo and sent it to me. Anyways, this yeah. Arcturian guide came through and took me onto one of the big ships. That's one of the big mother ships. That's like outside of earth right now. And mm-hmm. I, in my head page journeys, I've been going there a lot lately and they've been Showing me some things of a past life of me, like living on the ship and like helping with, cause it's like, it's a, it's, it's an Arcturian, I think like Palladian type of ship. Um, the mothership yeah. that's like outside of earth right now because mm-hmm. they're helping with like the frequencies and, and stuff. So yeah. it showed me some in the past, some lives and stuff I've been there, but then I was on the ship and then all of a sudden I felt this, like, I was like, I, I don't want to be on this ship. Like I, why am I here? Like, I don't want to be on here. I'm like. I like trees and land and I don't know, like I just had this constriction about like being on the ship and then, and then uh, what I kind of got was like, well, do you want to know like why you feel that way? Like feel into it. And I was like, okay. And then, so then my, my guide, she showed me actually being on the ship and laying out on a bed. And I realized that at one point I was on the ship because I was taken, I was taken to this ship and I checked in Mm -hmm. And, um, it was around when I was three years old, I was taken and I was on the ship and it wasn't like per se, um, a traumatic experience because it was like very high vibrational beings with like a lot of love. But I was yeah. like, I think I had moments of being like scared cause I didn't understand. And then I felt into it more. And in the time when they took my human body, um, or whenever it was, if it was in dream time or whatever, uh, they implanted a crystal into my heart of healing frequencies of a higher dimensional frequency so that when it's opened and activated, it will ripple out those frequencies. And then oh. it came through. That's why my heart, that's why my chest is hurting right now. It's nothing to worry about. It's because it's opening up and it's being activated. Oh, well, that's cool. It is really cool. <laughs> 
Um, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. It was, yeah, it was really cool. And then I thought, started to think about it and my first memory, my first moment of me realizing my chest felt like that was when I was doing the linking awareness journeys and I was doing Kundalini and I was realized like at the end of the day. Oh. So something activated in those linking awareness journeys to begin that. But then remember, and then Leah was talking about how yesterday she was doing the work around my heart. So mm-hmm. something, something's yeah. Yeah. That's super awesome. cool. But then she had a meditation this morning, actually, cause I, I shared that with her. Um, where I think she accepted, she had a crystal come to her too. So really, really interesting. Ooh, that's a cool full circle kind of thing. Yeah. Awesome. So I'll learn more about what that is. Um, and I've also been reading my gene key. So what it is, is for myself, it seems like something in the heart, um, that once it reaches a certain frequency or it will admit a certain frequency once it's like unlocked and opened up and I'm in the process of doing that right now. So yeah, pretty, mm-hmm. pretty cool. Yeah. You'll have to keep us updated yeah. on what else comes through about that. Mm-hmm. Okay. You want to ground in? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's ground in. Okay. Let's take a moment. Just place our hands on our heart. Let's take a couple of deep cleansing breaths. One deep breath in, filling your lungs all the way to the top. Pausing at the top. And let it go. Another deep breath in, filling your lungs all the way to the top. Pausing here, letting it go. Another big deep breath in, filling your lungs all the way to the top. Pausing here and letting it go. And just bring yourself gently back into this space. And yeah, and enjoy this episode um, coming up. When I was referring to the last mushroom ceremony, this is the second part of that. And I think it's a really, really great episode. I think there's some really good little nuggets in here, some little pieces of wisdom. It's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Definitely, I would say it's a really cool reframe on some things mm-hmm. because every the things that we talked about in here and i say it on the podcast but i was like i have never thought of it that way so it's a cool reframe so enjoy this episode and thank you for being here yeah, thanks for being here oh okay so also in the beginning you kind of everyone like sits down you introduce yourself and you get a moment to express your like intent. And I was just like, uh, yeah, like, I don't know. Like my intent is I just want to feel more joy and bliss and fun in art and creation in like my life, like in my human experience. 
And yeah, that's kind of all I said. And we like moved on. And then it was weird because after I was like really overthinking it and I'm like, I should have said more. I should have talked more like that. Like my intent was so simple. Like it wasn't enough. It wasn't good enough. Like it was just, Uh it was really weird. The mental process that was going through it. Mm -hmm. But then like, or, and I was just telling myself like that it was just too, too simple. But then I did have these, it's crazy, I guess, how the medicine brings through your intent so clearly because once I moved through some of this other stuff, I had these moments of just like absolutely laughing, just like laughing so hard and laughing at myself and letting go of the seriousness. Mm -hmm. And it just like, it felt Mm -hmm. so simple to just like (laughs) have fun and let that in. Like, I'm just like, it's so simple. And then I'm thinking back to my intent and how my intent was like so simple and it didn't need to be, to be any, anything more and just how it, yeah, how it came through in the moments where I'm just like realizing that I'm just like laughing and I'm like having a good time and I'm like, it doesn't have to be so heavy and no. so dark. It doesn't, al- it doesn't always, doesn't always have to be so heavy. No. And like, I mean, that's like the end goal that we're trying to get to, you know, move through the heaviness, but it doesn't mean you can, you know, can't have amazing laughs in between. And yeah, I think that's a huge thing. That's the most often forgotten <laughs> that it doesn't, it's supposed to be fun. Yeah. And I mean, and there's a time and place for the heavier stuff and the dark stuff. Like there's a time mm-hmm. and place to move our shadows. And I did do that work. I did do that work here, yeah. but then like, but you can also have fun when you're moving your shadows yep. and you can also yeah. play <laughs> and you can also play and have fun in your life. Like, I think I was like, kind of forgetting that in my day-to-day life like I was just like I need to do this I need to do this and it was just like so serious I need to get it done it's just like fuck we're on this fucking flying rock through space like what kind of life is this if I don't like have fun and like play in it Mm -hmm. and just like laugh and so like I was just having these deep belly laughs and like fully expressing myself and I'm like it's just so it's so Mm -hmm. simple to just yeah just let it in. Just just allow. Yeah. Just allow the fun and allow the play. It's pretty cool, yeah. 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 And then I had... So then leading up to, and the laughing was after this, but I just wanted to mention that about my intent. But so then I'm, I'm moving through some of the stuff that's meant to come up, like the mental chatter is happening. And I over and over again, just keep being shown this like portal. And my guides mm-hmm. are standing all around the portal. And it's just like the invitation is like, go into the portal, like go into it and it was crazy how my body was just like "Mm -mm, fuck no like I could feel myself I was just like "Mm -mm, don't want to and it was just Mm -hmm. so interesting because I'm just like I'm being called to go in here I trust what did it look like I'm like how do you explain um did it have a color 
Ah. Did it have like? Did it? It looked like a like just the were you just seeing the edge or were you seeing like a little bit of like the walls of the port of the inside? So it kept on happening. It was like multiple portals that I was being shown because it was just like I was avoiding it and it was just being like taken back to me because it was like you know like um, I was yeah. trying to be the cow and trying to like run yeah. away from this like portal. <laughs> nope um one specific and like so a lot of like sometimes it was just like a really like bright light where it's just like obvious this is a portal um one that came through because like again i'm getting these very ethereal angelic visions that's what's coming to me to me again and this one was it almost looked like it was like sacred geometry but it was like scales and very ethereal, mm. kind of pastel-y, like almost like the colors, like you're looking in a prism. And it almost... Imagining like a rainbow fish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like very so much like that, scale. but think snake. Oh, okay. So then mm. like the portal was almost like the inside of like the serpent is how it looked. Oh, okay. And it just kept like cool. moving and like the, and, like, the yeah. invitation was like to come in and literally like my guides yeah. were like standing around it. And it was curious because... <laughs> If you ask, like, just, like, every day, Michaela, I would be like, fuck yeah, I want to go in the portal. Like, yeah, that sounds awesome. But, like, now that <laughs> yeah. I was, like, this was, like, real life and I was, like, there, it was crazy how the resistance mm. in the bo- and my body came up. And I was like, fuck yeah. no. I was like, I'm not going in there. Like, I literally <laughs> had my heels dug in and my hands out. And I'm like, I'm not going. <laughs> And then it just like, mm-hmm. just the portal in many different ways. It's just being shown. It's just being, like, I feel like I'm being, like, pushed into it. <laughs> and I just had this awareness, like, okay, I- I'm scared. Like, I- I'm scared to to go in that portal. Like, I- I'm I'm scared. Um, mm-hmm. and now is the time to ask for help. The next, I'm being called to go into the portal. That's my next. That's my next part of this journey. And there's fear that is blocking me, and I'm aware of that. Um. Yeah. And also leading up to this point, kind of bouncing around because like I'm trying to remember it all the best I can. And then other Mm -hmm. points come up leading up to this point. I had a lot of moments of realizing how I can move energy through my body, which I already knew, but it was like a new thing of unlocking it because I would have these moments where I'm going through some discomfort in the body. I feel like there's something stuck in my body and I just want to yell out for help like I just want the space holders to come and move it for me and and help me and it was interesting because like I definitely like they were always there like I definitely could have asked them to but then I had a resistance to say it and I had this moment where these like faces showed up and my guides showed up and they're just like you can do it like nobody and like the bigger picture lesson they're like nobody is coming to save you my child like you are say you're here to save yourself like no one can come and rescue you like of course they can come and do things but this is about you making a choice to save yourself and not outsourcing your your save your being savedness elsewhere or external or it coming externally like this is about you choosing to save yourself and rescue yourself and nobody else can do it it's just like you can't rescue anyone you can't save anyone Cause there's moments too, while you're in yeah. that room with everyone else where you feel like you want to help or save someone else and you can't, cause it's not, you can't, you yeah. just, you just can't, you know, intuitively that you're not supposed to, as well as you're asked right. not to, because it's their process. 
But yeah. it was like, for me, it's just like, it was a huge lesson in, la- in the last one. I, I, I asked for help or I needed help in certain areas and I had to move through being allowed to have help. And now it was just like, no, yeah, no one is coming to save you and had a greater meaning to that. It's just like in my life, I needed to make the choice to save myself and do the work. And then it was like, use your tools. What do you have? And I was like, okay. So I just intuitively felt, and I just started moving things through my body for myself and taking out the things that needed, that needed to be gone. And it was amazing to watch that come through and feel into that. But then Mm -hmm. up to the fear of going through the portal, if there was a big block here, there was, there was this fear was in the way and I actually, I didn't know how to use it or how to move it. And it was time to ask for help. So I got up and I walked over to one of the beautiful space holders and I sat in front of her and she's like, what's up? And we, we had this moment and we just like chatted and I don't remember all of it, but I remember being like, there's a fear coming up, a fear of what's next, a fear of expansion. And she's like, okay. And she got her beautiful oil or water or whatever it was, um, put it on my face, did like the energy work of just like holding me and then like also standing up and just whatever. She opened something, opened something to like move through and Mm -hmm. I could feel it. I could feel it moving through. So I just was like, yep. And I just started using my hands, just move the energy and let everything that needed to come through, just move through me and just really working with the energy and moving it on up. Mm -hmm. And that, I mean, it opened something. It moved the fear. It fully like opened my channel um, and fully welcomed in my divinity into my body. Like all those blocks that had been in my body were completely moved. And now that life force energy was moving through me. And it was interesting mm-hmm. because my process with the portal and everything that was coming up and like my guides and even, um, accessing 12th dimensional energy, I kept, I was, I've been talking about the mental chatter and the self-limiting beliefs or just like the thoughts that are always trying to categorize things. And I noticed, I had this awareness that I kept telling myself that like, I'm not special. Like I don't, Mm -hmm. like I don't deserve to go through that portal or, or there's other things that I also would keep saying to myself, like, something would come up and be like, that doesn't matter. Like I would like tell myself my feelings don't matter instead of just like feeling some of my emotions. Cause I'd maybe feel like it was like lower density and I'd be like, that doesn't matter. So now I would like became very mm-hmm. aware of the self talk of telling myself I don't matter and I'm not special. And I even have a lot of resistance to talking about some of this stuff. And I I've talked about that before in some of our previous episodes, talking about the angelic realms and the angelic energy, because I feel like who am I to say that I have access to that? Like, who does that make me? It makes me feel like I'm someone who's not humble or I'm bragging or I'm like, Oh, look at me. Like, I'm so cool. Like, look what I can do. Like I'm better than you. So I kept telling Mm -hmm. myself, you're not special and you're not, you're not, you're not the chosen one. This is interesting because I was recently listening to a podcast of two people that 
are in this realm that are very well respected and I really respect them and enjoy listening to them. And they were talking about in uh, medicine ceremonies or the spiritual community when people can believe that they, that when people think they're the chosen one and how that can be an issue or when they think that they're Jesus and that can be an issue. And I mean, Mm -hmm. clearly, yes, like (laughs) (laughs) clearly, yes. Like when you think that you're on top and you're better than everyone else and everyone is supposed to follow you and you're the, and you're the only chosen one, I do see that as a concern. But for me, it was interesting because I felt like, because my guides are telling me like, child, go through this portal, go through this portal. And I'm just like, I'm not the chosen one. I, I, I can't go through this portal. I'm just like, I'm not better than everyone else. Or like, I'd say things like, I'm not special. I'm not special to accept this. And I would start mind, like in my mind, like, well, everyone else is special. Like I'm just as special as everyone else. Everyone else is special. And I would kind of like, again, outsource it or put it externally focused on everyone else. And then it came through so strong, just like, no, no, you, you, you do matter and your gifts do matter and you are special and you are the chosen one, but I am the chosen one of my own divinity. We are all the chosen ones of our own divinity. Hmm. What do you mean by that? We all have our own timeline. We all have our own path and we are the chosen ones for our own path. Mm, okay. okay. So yeah. me, so me accepting my own divinity does not deny another's divinity. Yeah. Cause yeah, I, cause true. at the root of me, I don't believe that I'm better than anyone else. And me yeah, accepting right. my own divinity and my own destiny does not make me better, but I am the chosen one for my own destiny. And you're the chosen one for your own destiny. And everyone who's listening is the chosen one for their destiny. I don't think I've ever thought about it that way. <laughs> I don't think I've ever thought about it that way. Yeah. <laughs> Me either until now. I'm into it though. And then so with that. I'm into it. You have the choice to claim it. You have the choice to claim your divinity. And when we choose to, through realizing it and choosing to claim it and to own our divinity, we unlock the portals and the codes and activate our own DNA sequences. Yeah, it's like, it's like the way that I'm seeing it is your higher self did lay out this divine path for you ahead of time. And there are, you know, we do have the choice of the timelines that we walk in our incarnations and there is a highest path for us. And not everyone always walks their highest path for their entire life or for any of their life. the fate versus the destiny path, right? Sorry, keep going. Oh, I never... No, yeah, I don't... uh, Yeah, I mean, that that makes sense. Um, Like, yeah, just the way I see it is, is... 
there are multiple timelines that we can be living in and there is the highest expression of of that and there is a highest timeline that we can live but yeah but yeah not every not everyone chooses it but it is the most divine timeline because it was created by our highest aspect of ourselves by our soul and our soul created it and so yeah so that that is that is your your divinity that that's your that's your divine path and you were created specifically to be able to walk that path and you do have to choose it yeah yeah and what's so interesting about this is not very long ago maybe i think a week a week before the ceremony i went to um pam who was a space holder before and is a very powerful energy worker, she held a gathering. And her ga- at her gathering, we spoke about what peak self-love looks like, like peak, peak self-love, and choosing ourself, what it looks like to choose ourselves, and also choosing our ideal timeline. And we did a beautiful guided journey into our own timeline, but then talking about what it is to choose your ideal timeline over and over again. And I feel like that's choosing, that's choosing your destiny. That is choosing the timeline of being the chosen one for your destiny. Because the thing is of your own destiny, no one else can be the chosen one in that story except for you. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. There is no true competition. Yeah. And I feel like I was denying my own divinity because I thought if I accepted my divinity, it meant that I was saying that other people weren't, which is wicked, which is not true. Like we Mm -hmm. all carry this divineness within us and have access to this. It's just if we choose, if we choose that, that timeline, if we choose our divinity, if we choose to accept our divinity and welcome it as part of us. Yeah. And it was amazing because once I moved through that and that I deserved to feel my own divinity and accept my own divinity, Spirit moved through me and through my body in a way that I've never felt before and in a way that I cannot explain. I don't know if I'll ever be able to explain it, but my channel was fully, fully opened and spirit moved through me in a way where I was not thinking anymore. The mental chatter had left and I was only feeling, I was only feeling and moving with and feeling the, that divine flow move through me and move me, physically move me. Um, and what, after that, I had such a profound realization of just like my medicine and I am special. My unique blueprint is special, but that doesn't take away from how special you are and your unique blueprint and your unique medicine. 
and everyone else that was there and their unique blueprint and their unique medicine and the space holders and extended beyond that into like our, our families and our partners and everyone, we all have our unique blueprint and our unique medicine. And it's about, Mm -hmm. As humans, we like to categorize good and bad and put things in a hierarchical system, but moving into the new paradigm, we're moving out of a hierarchical system. We're moving into heterarchy, and further than that, we're moving we're moving into full synergy. And how I view this is just a web of us all holding each other. It's a web. It's not a it's not a yeah. up, like it's, you know, it's not a pyramid anymore. It's a web mm-hmm. yeah. of us all connecting and sharing our divine blueprint, our divine medicine, our divine gifts, all in unison and all in in synergy of supporting the same cause and moving into this new paradigm. Yeah. And like, and I'm so here for that because I can't wait to see and activate your medicine, not saying it's not activated, but just as an example, and this person's medicine and everyone else that was there in that ceremony and 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 because mm-hmm. we're all we're all here to support and guide each other, but we all have our unique blueprint, our unique medicine, and we're all the chosen ones of our own destiny. And now is the time to claim our destiny and move into our ideal timeline and accept our divinity. Accept our divinity. Have in what way when you had this when you actually felt your divinity moving through you how did that feel different from some other previous glimpse of moment in time where you're i don't know where you're like dancing or you know we all have these glimpses of moments where we feel really connected and you really feel like things are moving through you like do you feel like you could describe at all how that moment felt different than those other times? I wouldn't say that um, the divinity wasn't flowing through me in other times when I was dancing and stuff, because it's very much there. Your divinity is Mm -hmm. always within yourself, but there was like some type of block of flow. For me, what happened is my channel was fully opened in this moment in a way that my Mm -hmm. channel had never been fully opened before. My body was fully opened to be used in a channel that had never been used before. And Mm -hmm. through that even though I've been doing the inner work and I've been, I know a lot of the time what I'm here for, I was able to deepen my experience with like my purpose and why I'm here and have it come through as a feeling instead of a thinking or a should be doing. It was just a feeling that came through and moved me. Mm-hmm. And yeah, a lo- and a lot of oh, the journey cool. okay. was this: just feeling spirit move through me and my divinity flow through me, and um, not yeah. caring what that looked like to everyone else around me. Accepting this part, laughing at myself, engaging with others, and I'm not going to go into fully what that looked like or fully how that happened because I feel like there's something very special about this experience that is um, meant for me and everyone Mm -hmm. that was there and that exactly how that looks feels like that's just meant to stay there in that space because there is the other thing and I've talked about this and felt into this about sharing about plant medicine ceremonies and this ceremony because it is a very 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 sacred space and Mm -hmm. a lot of it 
I mean, each person can feel into their individual experience, but I feel like a lot of it is meant to stay there in a way. And I can only speak to mm-hmm. my own experience. Everyone else's experience is their own individual experience. And I don't have the right to speak on that. I'm only speaking to what happened through my, my own experience. Cause it is a really sacred space, a really vulnerable space. Um, it's a very vulnerable space where we're allowing the deepest parts of ourselves to, to be exposed or to come through, to have this healing in ceremony, in community with each other. So, but I had a very beautiful, profound moment of connecting to some really deep soul parts of really who I am and why I'm here and what it feels like to fully allow and open up my channel to that divinity. And I had some really beautiful moments of connecting there with some soul star sisters that we've lived other lives together in different planetary systems. And we've come here to seed the light in our own unique divine way. And so, and that soul remembrance was so beautiful too. Like I remember just being absolutely overwhelmed with emotion through this whole experience because it's just like something just clicked and unlocked and opened and Mm -hmm. moved. And it was a new level of accepting myself and knowing myself and loving myself and also um, allowing myself to be held and loved by others in this piece of me that maybe in other settings, I would be too scared or nervous to let open, which is probably why it had been, there had been a block there for that to be fully expressed. But now I was fully expressing myself in my full divinity, in my full soul remembrance and knowing. And I was also Mm. dancing and laughing and letting the energy move through me and laughing at myself because it was also funny and it was also like, this is fucking crazy. And it was so beautiful and profound. And yeah. And I, yeah. And I thank everyone that was there to observe and witness me and hold the space. And I just also just thank them for being themselves because it was just so cool to be there in ceremony with each of those unique mm-hmm. individual souls after driving home from the gathering with pam which was also deeply activating to like be put on your ideal timeline like we're on our ideal timelines and i was on the way home and an owl flew into my truck like it flew into it and just like yeah and i was like oh oh my god i just hit an owl like but it, it like literally flew at me and I was just like <laughs> devastated because I like hit this owl and like I look at the song that's playing at the time and the song was Spirit Bird at the time that I hit the owl yeah. and then holy shit the only feather I have and use in my home is an owl feather mm-hmm. which is it's yeah i don't know it's just crazy it was just so wild and i was just like yeah i can't believe that happened 
Yeah. And I even kind of like messaged Pam and was like, I just hit this owl. Like, I, I, I can't, I can't believe it. And she's like, feel mm-hmm. into this timeline for you. Feel in to this timeline because it feels like an energy exchange. And I did. And it's like this owl offered itself to me. It was an energy exchange of its spirit. It was an energy exchange mm-hmm. for my transformation and my change and in honor of me and also like I deeply deeply honor this bird that chose to do this but it's just like wow and like I think even when I talk about that I have some resistance and like oh like what do you mean like a bird gave its life for you like who do you think you are but it's like it's not it's not just me this is what co-creating in our reality and choosing our timelines looks like is like everything is energy and we are all connected and we all have support and help and the animal kingdom or our guides or whatever are here to support us on our journeys in whatever way but this was like such a profound moment that I had never experienced before and this moment of this energy exchange was also after my first ceremony was preparing me for this ceremony was preparing me for this transform for this transformation um mm-hmm. yeah and like owls they symbolize inner wisdom good luck transformation change mm-hmm. intuitive development and self-actualization and they also transfer yeah. or they can symbolize death and some people are afraid of them because they can represent death and that was kind of the thing that came up with me owning an owl feather because I was gifted this feather a while ago and it was the only feather I had but I have heard controversial um, feelings around owning an owl feather because of the owl predicting death but the owl feather is part Mm -hmm. of my medicine because we're not really living if we're not dying because yeah to be in transformation we're in a state of constantly changing we're in a state of constant death and rebirth like to alchemize the shadow or to do the healing work you are there's a piece of you that is dying and a piece of you that is being reborn Mm -hmm. yeah constantly constantly if we choose to be or we can stay stay where we are Mm -hmm. and nothing changes but if we choose the path of our destiny of our ideal timeline chances are you're going to be presented with opportunities to die and let go of your old self. Um, Mm -hmm. So yeah, I thought that was pretty fucking cool of that owl. And I'm very, very deeply honored 
and grateful that I got to experience and witness that energy exchange in the way that I did. And the owl showed up for me in my journey. The owl was the spirit of that owl came to me and it was very prominent and prevalent through yeah, oh, oh really? yeah, throughout my journey. I very oh, often shit. seen these owl eyes that were just watching me. <gasps> really? Wow. <gasps> so thank you, owl. What do you say? I'm was he super pissed? Okay. And like, and this is too where I learned on this journey of where this gets to be fun and playful and invite joy in. Cause it's like, I'm excited yeah. to like co-create with this owl now moving forward and weaving our medicine together and having fun with it and playing with the spirit of the owl and the energy of the owl. And like, what does that look like now? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but yeah, just super cool. And that's also like an example of you can't make this shit up. Like once you choose the path of your destiny or choose the path of yourself, however that looks. Um, and it's a process. Like, I feel like I've made the choice and been on this journey for a few years now and it's a process. But once you choose yourself and show up for yourself, the way that your reality starts to reflect that and the synchronicities that happen are they're saying that you, you can't make it up and you can't explain it. No. You know, I was thinking when you were talking before about like how also kind of what we were saying before about your soul's highest path and how your highest timeline or the divinity that you can step into it is uh, the reason that we are incarnated is because that it that was our soul's desire to grow and to expand and I was thinking about what you said about how we can choose to say the same and we can we do have that free will to an extent um but there is this whole piece of remembering that uh you which is your higher self that did lay out this intent for your time on earth to evolve and there is this other piece of the you know the the physics of consciousness of the constant expansion and and I'm thinking and which is why our like because then I was just thinking like why do our souls want to evolve in the first place and it's the it's like the second law of thermodynamics which is that (laughs) entropy is always increasing which means that it's kind of just uh things basically another way of saying that that systems are always evolving into a a more chaotic state a more complex state some system is always evolving and yeah i guess just the higher aspect explanation for kind of yeah kind of really what what was just coming to me was about the the fact that it is our souls which it is our souls desire to expand yeah. and that is built into our our blueprint in a way no well yeah it, it, it is, it is. <laughs> uh, i mean it is a lot of us most of us maybe all of us aren't like okay like 
came here to evolve our souls wherever you are on a soul level yeah. or what right exactly that's that's your souls in that that's what your soul wants yeah yeah and so that's that's becomes the curriculum of life right the life experience and then yeah. it's how we choose to move through the experience that like determines um i guess our timeline or or whatever and then it, it comes down to repeating the same patterns and avoiding the opportunities or facing what it is and breaking the cycle of the pattern and moving on and and pursuing our soul's evolution and we always have the choice and it does come down to its fate versus destiny what do you mean by that um i have this one oracle card that speaks about because i'm not sure like on right now like i'm not sure if i know the difference between fate and destiny (laughs) in my mind they're the same thing just to get like a clear (laughs) idea of like the actual like words let me let me tune in Okay. Fate, the development of events beyond a person's control. Regarded as determined by a supernatural power. So, quote, fate decided, quote unquote, fate decided his course for him. So it's like, as an example, when someone's like, oh, like in the movie, he met his fate when you know, like he died or, or something just like as an example. Mm -hmm. Destiny. Destiny, the events that will necessarily happen to a particular person or thing in the future, the hidden power believed to control what will happen in the future. So, I mean, I think some people could think, that um, destiny and fate are the same thing. Um, but how I see it is fate can be, if you keep yourself in the same patterns of your life that your subconscious pro- projects from your programming and conditioning, you will just mm. land yourself in your, in your mm. fate. But your destiny... Yeah, like, does that make yeah. sense? But your destiny... Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I, go for I'm, it. I'm, Oh yeah, no. Say 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 the other thing. I'm having all these kind of like vi- like physicsy visions, like mathy mathy yeah. visions. Um, but <laughs> um, your destiny is when you choose your ideal timeline and your mm. and your purpose, and you pursue it. Is how I see it. Um, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So it's it's like it's like the way that we try to understand. Um, physics and astrophysics and the evolution the evolution of things is we plug something into some equation as a function of time and in that sense there should be a predictability to it like assuming that you plug some you plug xyz into this equation and then it 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 proceeds to give you the same result there is a there is a formula there's a formula to it and when i see fate i almost actually think of astrology when i think about fate and i see these lines intersecting and i see it the way that it 
things evolve as you know in in terms of cycles and and there's yeah, a predictability yeah. to it yeah that's what i'm yeah. that's what i'm feeling i i see it and feel it like that too but i'm gonna grab my oracle card real quick because it like explains it well the card is i remember soul plan the faded life versus the destiny life that's what it looks like so i'll read it out there was a moment before you were born where you chose the conditions of your life you're living right now when you plotted out these exact moments along the timeline of your life we live in a world of free will and therefore these moments become our destiny only through saying yes The fated life is the one we were born into. The destiny life is the one our soul chooses, and it takes courage and faith. If you pull this card, it's because you're likely now face-to-face with the choice to follow the destiny life over the fated life, to trust the path your soul is calling you toward, and to remember that this moment was prearranged on your life's timeline. You may find yourself at a crossroads at a moment when you're being called to make a decision to keep walking the perfectly laid out path before you or choose the one less traveled. You may be facing a change of career, a new relationship, a difficult decision, or something else that requires courage and faith. You're being invited to remember your soul's greater plan and to surrender to it. When you're confronted with a path that's undefined, it's normal for doubt to rear its head. In fact, that is a certain sign that you're facing your soul's greater plan. Every hero in his or her life journey comes eye to eye with doubt. The only way through it, the only way around it is through it. It's all part of the larger plan. What are you being called to do to surrender to your soul's plan? That's a good card. It's a great card and explains it very well. Yeah, that explains it really well. It also makes me think about the fact that, um, you know, we're never guaranteed to wake up in this lifetime. It's no, it's an accomplishment that we have woken up in this lifetime um, because it's difficult to do. Yeah. So, you know, that that kind of is also what comes to mind as as like fate versus destiny or the destiny path is, you know waking up and and choosing something different um uh. yeah and you know this is my invitation to those that are listening to choose yourself and what does it feel like to choose yourself and to walk the walk the path of your own destiny and accept your own divinity and choose your ideal timeline and it doesn't mean that it's not going to be challenging or that it's easy but you don't have to go it alone and it also gets easier and easier as you choose yourself every time and as you cultivate that inner reality of what you want to how you of how you want to feel it does reflect yourself in your in your outer reality. And yeah, it's it's an experience and it's a journey and it's a process. And I'm still moving along my journey, but that's also where we get to invite in play and fun and joy and art and get to be human beings and live mm-hmm. through it and then just get to be held in the trust of you know, of God, of the universe. Yep. 
uh, or creator source, whatever, whatever works for you or whatever doesn't work for you. Um, but you know, we, we have access to that. And then what, and also you're doing a disservice by not sharing your medicine, your unique blueprint, just like my unique blueprint and Alyssa's unique blueprint is needed right now. So like, if you feel the call, I invite you to dive in, to dive into creating that relationship with, with your divinity and with your soul mm-hmm. and leaning into what it feels like to listen to the call and follow that, even if it doesn't always make sense or your brain can't compartmentalize it or lay it out in, in, in a perfect way that makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. The, the journey is beautiful and you don't have to do it alone. Like, you know, as you say yes to your calling and yes to your journey and yes to your ideal timeline, your people will find you. Your tribe will find you. Your community will find you. You don't have to do it alone. And our unique blueprint and our unique gifts and our unique medicine is here to help each other, to support each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As we move through this, because we, we, you know, it is intense right now. Like as, as empaths yeah. and star seeds, we can feel the intensity of what it's like to be on earth right now. Uh, so how can we make it more fun and bring in more play and enjoy the journey? But just even say, even if you're in a place where maybe you're at a crossroads and you just need to say, or you're at a place where it's your choice to say yes to the journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is it? What does it look like to say yes and choose yourself and choose your ideal timeline? Because if you feel the calling, that is your divine blueprint. And there's something so, so beautiful in that journey and so, so beautiful waiting for you and answering that call. And you have the capacity and you are capable of it. And not only that, but it is your destiny to fulfill that it's only a matter of coming down to the choice do you claim do you claim your destiny do you do you claim your divinity yeah yep gotta ask yourself um so i guess I, w- I wanted to ask quickly before we wrap like how do you feel how do you feel your um day-to-day life and thought thought processes throughout the day have shifted in this time since this cer- first ceremony and since this other ceremony even though it's pretty recent like you know yeah um well it's only Monday today and I journeyed on Friday night and didn't get home yeah. until <laughs> Saturday afternoon. So, yeah, so I guess I'm more so referring to the first one. Yeah. So I haven't had a lot Since of time person. yet. Um, but the first one, I feel like I was being ripped apart. I said that I mm-hmm. was, it was a lot, a lot of pressure in the body. A lot was happening. Um, it felt like my body was trying to keep up in the shift of frequency and so just a lot was happening that makes sense 
And this time so far, like the day after, I felt a lot more energized because I also right after the last time, like I had a hard time, like my, my head really hurt. My body needed a lot of rest, which is, which is fine. My body needed rest this time too, but it was like a different, I feel like the feeling is different now, even with some of the things that have transformed and shifted and happened for me of just feeling intuitively into what is in my highest and best right now, instead of placing so much should on myself yeah. because like at the end of the day yeah my to-do list is pretty long like there's a lot of things that I should quote-unquote should be doing but like I also have to part of this journey is I have to take care of myself and I have to play and invite and enjoy so like what is in my highest and best at this time what is the priority so since going into this my intent was to bring in play and fun and joy and art and creation for the rest of the weekend my, my, um, intent was just to rest when I needed to rest and in, in, invite in that play and not rush to all the things so quickly that I needed to do and to, and then when I do get to doing those things, um, invite more of that play and joy and pleasure even into those things. So I was letting myself, I think, be guided and driven by a different energy, more of that life force energy, um, inside of me than opposed to a should be doing this energy, which feels very, very, very different. Um, so like, uh, when I got home, I don't remember if I napped that. Well, actually we just, we ended up going to bed pretty early and slept in and then I got up, we had breakfast. So this was like the Sunday after and by like 12 o'clock, 30 I was tired again so I laid in bed and I just slept and I slept for another like two three hours and then went to bed mm -hmm. and I let myself sleep in again today because like when I feel into it my body just needs sleep and rest because like I didn't sleep barely at all that night when I was going through yeah. that journey and that's just what my body needed and then today I just felt into intuitively where am I guided and where do I want to go? So there is still things that I want to get done, but it feels like it's a different, it's a different energy because I feel like I'm being like, like guided to it from a place of genuinely wanting to do it rather mm -hmm. than placing this expectation or judgment of should on myself. Yeah. Like you're letting your, you're letting your intuition lead the way. Yeah. In a non-judgmental way. Yeah. And, and then just trusting. And it felt like I let go of a lot of anxiety and the control of it. Um, mm -hmm. and feeling a little bit more like if it's meant to work out, it will work out. If it's meant to be this way, it, it will be this way and everything will work itself out as long as I allow myself to, um, follow my inner guidance. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So yeah, we'll see how that transpires over the next few days, weeks, months, years. Um, but yeah. yeah, that's where I'm at now. And again, I would like to thank the beautiful space holders and facilitators in this space because, you know, they make this possible. They make this possible by bringing their beautiful medicine 
for us to all journey through and they hold the space so well and all individually like I I know individually what they each bring and how like beautiful and powerful that is in different ways um Mm -hmm. and just their willingness to hold the space and be in service and yeah facilitate take the space too because even just like we I said before we call in the four directions and do our prayer in that way and just the way that they are able to stand so strong in that and bring through the energy that needs to come through and bring through those reminders and that remembrance for our soul is so so powerful and it's what makes the space in these journeys what it is yeah so deep deep gratitude and an honoring to them and their work and then just gratitude as well to all the souls that were in the space with me because we're all co-creating together we're all contracted and meant to be there perfectly we're all like none of it is completely individual it's not individual or separate it's we're doing it together we're doing the work together our personal experience may feel different it may bring up different things but it's all a beautiful creation of us weaving together um and us being contracted to be there in that moment so thank you to all those beautiful souls that i was able to connect with and also held the space because we're also holding space for each other and our experiences while we're there too and yeah Yeah, definitely and thank you to our soul audience and everyone that's listening to us and listening to Mm -hmm. my experience through this because we're so appreciative of you and love you so much thank you to that owl that offered itself to me in this divine expression of transformation and yeah and yeah Mm -hmm. thank you to you my co-host who holds space and (laughs) listens and is here and we're very much co-creating and weaving a lot together these days so (laughs) yeah we are yeah we are but yeah and uh that's about it from me unless you have any questions No, I think I'm good. I just, yeah, I wanted to touch on that that last one. Just see what you had to say about that. Um, yeah. No, that was awesome. And definitely got me thinking a lot. Definitely got my wheels spinning. And yeah, I, I also have some integration to do <laughs> as per usual. Thank you so much for being here. And um, please make sure to subscribe to our podcast on YouTube at the Orphic Podcast. All these episodes are up with video versions on YouTube. And, uh, you know, please give us a rating and review if you're listening right now. We really appreciate it. And I'm on Instagram at interdimensional.astrophysics. Yeah. And And I'm on Instagram at Mariposa Moonchild. Uh, Yeah. Please subscribe to us and give us a like, comment, or review on any of the platforms. It really helps us out as well as if you're interested in diving into your your own container of self-healing and alchemizing in a container of support and guidance, I am opening up spaces for my metamorphosis program, which is a one-on-one immersive deep dive 
self-healing transformation transformational program um it's a really really beautiful container so if you're interested in working one-on-one with me yeah please reach out to me and we can connect and see if it's uh, the right fit for both of us but uh who any anyone who resonates with that i invite you in to feel into that and to connect with me and i'm looking forward to that too yes yes okay thank you again and we will see you next time bye